In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're hopefully going to be finishing up our series on narcissism and answering the question, are you living with a narcissist? No. And, and we've covered a lot of ground over the last few episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, jump back a few, or you can listen to this one and then listen to those. As long as you get all of the information, that's the important thing. Correct. Um, but yeah, um, there are a lot of things that go into being a narcissist. It's hard work. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that on personal experience. I'm just saying. It's a lot of things you got to keep up on to be uh, a narcissist. So, and as usual, we're giving away free stuff. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, people? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to you, Matt Fox. That's the other voice you hear. That it is. We're here live, if you're on Facebook Live right now, yes. and so podcast your voice, Southfield Studios. Yes, we are. Hanging out, doing a podcast. Hey, uh, it's, a, it's a living. Matt's got his Wendy's. I have some, what do I have? <laughs> I have some four roses here. Oh, good for you. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. It's the small batch, nice, too. Is it small batch? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Mr. Hoiny Toiny over there. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bottom tooth? <laughs> oh, da -da -da -da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> so thanks, folks, for joining us. Let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check okay. it out. All kinds of good stuff on there. We are getting slowly but surely the show notes from the podcast back back logged into the website yep because they they long story short we revamped the website less than a year ago and just taking a while to get that put in so it'll be there find me on social media facebook and youtube which are both motor city hypnotist the big thing is on social media that the, the best place to go is facebook that's where all of the podcasts are live streamed um, that's where all, all of my connections as far as communication goes. And I think we're, I think we're right at around 45,000 nice. on the Facebook page. Excellent. So that's, that's my biggest chunk of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I use the other ones, but nowhere near as much as Facebook. So, all right. um, not that I love it, but it, it's it's a great way to, to connect with people. Correct. It's it's the biggest platform out there to connect as far as social goes. It's called networking. Yep, absolutely. Um, Snapchat and Instagram are both Motor City Hypno, H-Y-P-N-O. Mm -hmm. And as usual, free hypnosis guide. Come it's on. all yours. Free. Come on. It's a PDF. I wrote it. It's free. Just download it. <laughs> yeah. Text the word hypnosis to 313-800-8510. Do it. Do it. Do it now. You know, we can do You could do it live. Yeah. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Well, it doesn't really suck, but yeah. If you do it now, you'll do it live. So. Language. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Language. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, boy. That escalated quickly. 
I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Yeah, it, just, so much. It, it just slipped down. Yeah, it does. That, that's, <laughs> that's what we do here. Yeah. That, that's what happens. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, The biggest thing, wherever you're listening, whatever platform you're listening on, um, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever, connect, subscribe, join, whatever you have to do to get the show so mm-hmm. that you don't have to look for it. And then every time a show drops, you'll just have it. Yep. And that way you can listen to it. And the biggest thing is leave a review. That That will help me out more than anything else. Leave a review about the show so that way it gets in front of other people. Fair. Fantastic. All right. Are we going to do it? Yeah, we are going to do it. All right. It's time. So excited. That's how winning is done. Did you see that there's a, a new uh, Netflix documentary? It's called Sly. No. Yeah. It's about Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I did. I have not seen that. Yeah, it just dropped. Okay. Uh, sidebar for Geek, Geek Sidebar. Um, I know there are a lot of shows out there. I just started. Have you, have you watched the Netflix show Bodies? Uh, we started watching it. Mm-hmm. We're, I think we're three episodes into okay, it. Okay. That's where about where I'm at. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, it, 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 it's, <laughs> Kendra and I started watching it and she said, ah, I don't think I'm going to go with that. I got to pay attention too much. It's, it, it's very interesting. All the different, um, times. Time frames. Yep. Mm-hmm. And with the same body, it's, it, we're, we're trying to get through it. It's, but it, it's, it's I, 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 the thing I like about it, there's so many questions yeah. that. How, how is this happening? How is this? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Where we're so no, I, 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 I'm kind of, I'm kind of starting to dig it. I, yeah. I'm about three episodes in and I think I'm going to finish it out because it, it's, it's kind of hit. It's me, a so. limited series, like eight episodes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 We'll get so, through it. Yeah, absolutely. So let me tell you about our winner. Oh yeah. Salisbury police department of North Carolina is honoring one of their own who said he was willing to die in a car fire in order to save the unconscious motorist trapped within. <laughs> okay. Lieutenant Corey Brooks is the hero in question, who saw a tractor trailer hit the guardrails along Interstate 85. Saw it. He saw it. Or heard it. Saw. Okay. Saw a tractor trailer hit the guardrails along Interstate 85 and catch fire. The driver, Michael Williams, was unconscious. Okay. This truck can go at any time, and I was thinking I'm either going to die here with him or I'm going to get him out of here, Brooks said. Wow. When it hit the wall, it scared me because it's not every day you see a tractor trailer hit a wall that fast. Right. For anyone who knows Brooks, this wouldn't come as a surprise, who has already won commendations that include the City of Salisbury Bronze Keys of Excellence, Salisbury Police Veteran Officer of the Year, the 2016 Blue Line Brotherhood Award, and the Lions Club Salisbury Police Veteran of the Year. So this guy's pretty decorated. Yeah, he sounds like a hero. Yeah, oh no, he, he sounds like he's he's really good. You know what, he's... I'm very important. <laughs> uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. But I'm, I wear a cape. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying, this guy could say all of that, and it would be true. Right, Because right, he, right. he is. I mean, he's he's got all kinds of decorations. The department released body cam footage of Brooks' rescue, which is nothing short of something from a Die Hard film. Sure. It shows Brooks running down a line of burning fuel to the cab of the truck where Williams is slumped unconscious in the seatbelt. Was he barefoot? <laughs> no, not running on glass. Shoot the glass. He didn't say yippee ki Okay, go on. No, okay. Go on. <laughs> Brooks screams at him to get out, but quickly realizes he must remove the driver himself and does so after unlatching the seatbelt. 
Sorry, page turn. Mm -hmm. Another driver wearing an Argentina national football team shirt showed up out of the blue to help Brooks Hall Williams across the street. My goodness. Whom the officer later called an angel and whose identity remains a mystery. Huh. Yeah. So if you're wearing an Argentina national football team and you help somebody out of a burning truck, man, make yourself you're known. the mystery man. Yeah, Let, make, let's we want to be hero. We want to include you in the hero. Yeah, well, he's all he is. He is included as yeah, a winner, but right, see, we don't know his name. Brooks' remarks about the truck being capable of going at any time were no exaggeration. Just minutes after he pulled Williams to safety, something can be heard exploding from the direction of the semi. Ah, uh, if there was only a camera, a movie camera, in right. front of him as he's as running, he's running away, walking away. And a big explosion yep, in the background. Him. Yeah. What, the victim, Williams, made a full recovery, and Brooks said the ordeal was the scariest moment in his 25 years of law enforcement. After everything else that he did, that yes. was the scariest moment. Yeah. That's, wow. I mean, that, think about that. That, that. that thing could explode at any second, any and second. you're going into it. Yep. Yeah. Fight or flight. Well, yeah. he fought. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I might be flight. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! Don't shut me up! I don't know. You never know in those situations. The I mean, roof. The roof, the roof is on fire. What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> but I'm saying I, it's impossible to put yourself in that situation when you're when you're critically thinking and just talking about it. Sure. If something happens, who knows what would happen? Yeah, we yeah. could all be heroes. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. We could all be winners of the week. We could be heroes. But I doubt I'm ever going to do something this Officer Brooks did. Wow. So anyway. Well, congrats. To, That's yeah, awesome. To Officer Brooks and uh, uh, Mr. Williams, who was the victim. Definitely winners of the week. Right. That's how winning is done. So, David. Yes, it is. Yes. So, you, you've heard the whole thing about the whole Die Hard movie and the the, the debate as to whether, whether it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas movie? movie. Well, I'll give you something new to think about. Okay. During the movie Die Hard, one of the terrorists actually reaches for a candy bar. Die Hard is a Halloween movie. Oh, okay. Because he was at a movie. He was munching on movie. He was munching on candy in a movie theater. Okay. Well, and I will say, I don't know if you you saw the the roast of Bruce Willis a <laughs> few did. years back. Yes, he, he said it he is said it's not, not. Yes. a Christmas movie. Yes, he did. So <laughs> take it from the star of the show. I mean, what are you going to do? So. Back to it. Not that he would remember that. Right. Oh, too soon. Ooh, uh, is that too soon? Uh, too, yeah. Too, well, no. It. We, we, we're fine. All right. We're fine. <laughs> I don't think this will get back to him. So, <laughs> so speaking of narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. I listen to you no more. <laughs> we're talking about, are you living with a narcissist? And again, this doesn't, it's not limited to your partner. It could be a family member. It could be a, a friend, it could be a roommate, who knows? But in most cases, you'll, you'll get to know this much, much more intimately if you're, if you're a partner of someone. Um, so we ended the last episode of the last uh, category we talked about is that you feel unloved. There's no connection. I right. don't feel important. This is this is a this is a manipulation behavior. This next one I'm going to talk about. Okay. You get the silent treatment. Oh, the silent treatment. Yep. Who are you again? The silent treatment. Huh? Huh? What? What? <laughs> it's not like this woman, so. No. You've had your limit today. You drink water. No, that was not silent that treatment. That was not silent treatment. No. no. 
or not even. How are you going to wipe a table with this little? It's not even wet. No, the silent, the silent treatment yeah. is very difficult because you don't know what you did wrong. Here's the thing about silent treatment. It is total manipulation. Mm-hmm. Your silence is, is your way of trying to control someone else. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, <clears throat> it, it's, you're withholding your affection. You're withholding any type of, of communication and really disregarding the other person's presence altogether. Mm-hmm. You're, ju- you're just dismissing them mm-hmm. uh, when you do silent treatment. Um, and here's the whole thing about a narcissist. They're only going to choose to engage with you if it's a benefit to them. If it's not to their benefit, there's no need to even talk. There's yeah. no need even. There's no need to communicate. It only serves their own interests if they're if they're communicating with you. you no, know, I cannot tell you, and I, I'm sorry to bring this up. I can't tell you how many times I've walked up to the bedroom door on eggshells and knocked on it and be like, "Everything okay?" Because there, mm-hmm. there is nothing. There's nothing. It's right. Like, uh, go on. Well, and and really. There are times when you need your own space, so I'm not I'm not talking about that healthy having your own space to do things. Uh, I'm talking about beyond that. that. This yes, beyond this is that. way beyond that. That this is a manipulation tactic. Um, so and, and it doesn't really doesn't align with with the values of a healthy, loving, communicative relationship. Sure. Um, so silent treatment is simply. It's, a manipulation. That's all it is. To be on the receiving end of that silent mm-hmm. treatment, it's not fun. Here's the other thing with a narcissist. Um, they will make you dependent on them financially. Okay. They will exploit their partner, their other person, whoever it is, and use finances as a way to do that. Hmm. Now, it's not uncommon for a narcissist to... to you know, here, here's the other way. You go one of two ways. The narcissist will have total control mm-hmm. and not not share the wealth or not have, have give the other person privy to finances. Or it could be the opposite. They could be the one who refuses to work and puts all the onus on the other person to support the family. Sure. That happens a lot. Huh. Because they feel like um, they don't. They don't need to to exert themselves that they're important. So therefore you should work and support me. You know, I've heard a lot of the terminology financial abuse being thrown around Mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a real thing. Absolutely. And, you know, as a one income, as at the time as a one income household and there was only one income coming in. And that one person was maybe doing two or three jobs at the same time Mm -hmm. to bring in that one income. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. you know, think things got a little out of control, right? If you will, right? yep, absolutely. And and what happens when you're when you're stuck financially? And I've seen this over the years many many times that that people are in a bad relationship, a bad marriage, oftentimes, and one person is trapped because they don't have the means to financially support themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't leave because they're dependent on the money. Sure. And that really, that's a terrible situation to be in mm-hmm. because really you're saying, I'm, I'm going to take all of this abuse because I have to. Mm-hmm. I will say as bad as it is, and I've told clients this before, and, and, and I hate to put it this way, but would you rather be poor and happy mm-hmm. or stable, financially stable and miserable? Sure. It's a tough choice. I know it is. It's not as easy as I say that. Mm-hmm. That that makes it pretty clear cut. But it's something you need to think about. It can, um, it can actually goes a lot deeper yep. than that as well, where decisions about money is being made on by one person that mm-hmm. 
doesn't have that income. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. they're making decisions on the other person who has that and right. brings in the yep. income, and it just it makes it even more, yep. more intriguing about the whole you know who's more narcissistic, right? No, I, <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. Here's the next one: you cannot rely on your partner. Wait, wait, wait! You cannot. You rely. cannot rely on your partner, right? Because they say something, narcissists, they say one thing and they do narcissists else. make promises they never intend to follow through on. Got it. It's a, it's a means of control. It's a means of manipulation. Um, we'll get to it. And it's it, as a result, the other person who's not the narcissist ends up shouldering all the responsibility in the relationship, whether that's finances, whether that's a child care arrangements, whether that's repairs, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the narcissist, you can't rely on them. They will not fulfill their commitments. You know, it's it's tough when and I'm not defending anyone in any, mm-hmm. any, way, any way, shape or form. Yep. But when there are things that need to get done, but something else takes precedence, yep. like um, medical bills. Sure. It comes to, you know, a roof over your head. Right. Making sure that shelter, mortgage, shelter that mortgage is paid. There's food on the table. Mm-hmm. There's clothes on your back yep. and what have you. There's a lot that goes into that. So if you make a promise and you can't fulfill it within a certain period of time, that's when you sit down and have that goal conversation. No, absolutely. Right? Yeah. You just say, hey, we have to we have to switch up here because mm-hmm. this is where we're at. Right. And this this is the whole Maslow hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. your safety and, and security and shelter and, and, and uh, sustenance, food. Right. It is. It's that that's the. That's the main thing that you have to take care of first. And my, then everything else goes from there. My father told me something super important years and years ago, and it still sticks to me this day. Mm-hmm. He said, do not live beyond your means. Yep. If you are living beyond your means, you need to figure out what you don't need mm-hmm. and then build from there. Yep. I, I follow a couple guys on on like YouTube, uh, a couple of channels I watch, financial channels specifically. Sure. But, there's there's one of the guys that's that's he calls it the terminology it sounds stupid but it's butter and guns he said butter and guns and it's the difference between needs and wants okay yeah really is what it what it breaks down to and and most people who who he's worked with that are in financial straits he just tells them here's the things you have to do it's a 50 30 20 rule yeah start doing it and if you do that, eventually, if you stay with it, you will be in a better place financially in a year or two, mm-hmm. sometimes longer. But if you just cut out the cut out the the frivolous, cut out the not needed things for two years, do you know how much money you'd save? Yeah. Tons. Yeah. I have I have two more kids that are going to be getting married. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> telling you right now. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So yeah, you can't rely on your partner. Mm. Here's a big one, and this will often happen when a when a narcissistic relationship comes to a head. You've asked, you've asked them, but they will not change. A narcissist doesn't want to change because they're getting everything they want. Sure. They don't want to, and by changing, it would mean them acknowledging their shortfalls mm-hmm. and their their shortcomings. And they do not, narcissists will not do that. It will go against their nature. Um, and if you've asked, if, if you're living with a narcissist, whether that be a partner, whether that be a family member, whether that be a friend, and you've asked them to, to not necessarily go to therapy per se, but let's t- work on this and talk it, they will not do it. 
Sure. They don't want anything to change because they're getting exactly what they want. Right. So why would they want to change? So that's that's the big one because <clears throat> I often and, – and here's the thing that I – and I've seen it over the years. I'll have a couple come in for marriage counseling. They come in. They sit down on separate ends of a couch. Right. I start talking. I, I know immediately the person that does not want to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, body language. Now, now yeah. sometimes sometimes it is mutual. I will say that's rare though. Okay. It's rare that both partners are there equally. Yes, we want to work. This. They're 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 50-50 into it, right? Right. But it's more But that's rare. It's more 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the other way around. So so the narcissist does not. They they're unwilling to change behavior because they don't think there's anything wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Because if they if they were willing to change behavior, that says they they would be admitting to themselves something's not right. Sure. I'm not doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. And that for a narcissist that that's the worst thing they could do because mm-hmm. they're always they don't right. want to admit it they're always right so we've talked about narcissism over the last four episodes and given you a lot of information what do you do what do you do if you live with a with a narcissist um i'm raising my hand yes raise your hand cut the cord well that is one <laughs> just cut it now off. there 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 are some things you can do to move towards cutting that cord, but I'm with you on this. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> because here's the thing. A nar- narcissism is is a personality disorder. And if you guys, I'll, I'll get a little bit psycho-ish, psychobabble-ish here. Okay. It's not like depression or anxiety or things like that that come up during life based on circumstance, based on brain chemistry. Personality disorders develop at a very young age, and it is very unlikely to change somebody with a personality disorder later in life. Okay. Now, I'm not saying it can't happen. If the person really wants that, that that can happen, but it's very unlikely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So seek therapy would be the number one thing. If not, if not together, when again, it probably won't happen together because a narcissist will never go to therapy because they don't need help. Sure. For you, you need to take care of yourself. Part of that is is seeking therapy and support from friends and family. Got it. And and letting them know the real story about what's going on. Create and maintain strict boundaries and let them let the narcissist know. Okay. And here's the thing. A narcissist is that's going to scare the hell out of a narcissist because they don't want anything to change. And as soon as somebody starts setting boundaries with them, Mm -hmm. they're going to be like, oh, no, I'm losing control. (laughs) This person's not going to be doing what I want all the time. (laughs) Right. But but see, whether you stay or go. I'm not the, laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing. No, it because is. Kind of, I, I'm PTSD. This one. No, no. Yeah, it's yes. how I handle it. Right. No, I, I get it. I chuckle. Um, so create and maintain strict boundaries and stay with them. Don't. And here's the thing about boundaries: they're hard to stick to because it's going to cause conflict. It's kind of like I, I go back to the kid example. It's easier to let your kids sleep with you because you don't want to stay up till four a.m. making them stay in bed. Right. Now I get it. It is easier, but. At some point, you have to take those steps to create those boundaries. Keep detailed records of conversations, events, because when a narcissist tries to gaslight you, and they will, we've talked about that one earlier on a couple episodes ago, Uh you will have proof of exactly what transpired and what happened. Mm -hmm. You have a record of it. Mm -hmm. And and it's hard to argue about something that you've you've kept detailed records on. Document, document, document. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
This is a difficult one. Resist gossip. Wait, go back to that. Go back to that last one. Keep detailed records of conversations, events. A narcissist will actually keep those records themselves and they will turn it back around on somebody They, they else. could, yes. But their records are not going to be as accurate because wow. because they're looking at it from that frame of reference that they're always right. Yeah, and you don't get the so full story. <laughs> you'll get a spin. Yeah, you'll get a spin just like they spin to everybody else yep. that they're not who this person is saying they are. Go yep. on. Uh, resist gossip. It just it doesn't help. The, the whole thing is 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 for you to get to a better place. And and I know that's that's easy to talk about somebody behind their back, but it doesn't. It doesn't get anywhere. You use that energy to do something productive. Sure. Okay. Um, gaining knowledge about narcissism is really one of the best things you can do. There are groups, a lot of groups around for, it's a narcissist support group for partners of narcissists. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of support groups for any different number of things, but I know of specific ones and I can't tell you right offhand where they're at, but I can, I can get that information for you. Um, that, that are specifically partners of narcissists, how they deal with it, a support group for people who are going through the same thing you're going through, and that can give you some insight. But the big thing to know is that if it is unlikely that a narcissist is going to change, which we know it is unlikely, how long are you going to stay? Right. Really. That is the big thing because the hope is, and, and this this is kind of this old cliche that goes way back, and I don't know, oh, if if I just uh, if I do this this and this they'll change, not likely. Hmm. So, I and I say this to every client: you take care of yourself. You can't worry about somebody else. You, you can't worry about well, what are they going to do if I leave? Who cares? Sure, you're taking care of yourself. You need to put yourself number one, mm-hmm. and that's when I say selfish is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You need to put yourself number one, and work your way out of that relationship. I love it. Yep. And if you haven't, again, there's so much information online about this. Do a search. Um, actually, look at my website. There are a lot of in, the, the notes for this. This whole series will be up there soon. Mm-hmm. So check that out and you can reference all of the things we talked about. But the big thing is, if you don't make change, nothing will change. Sure. You, you have to you have to be committed to doing that. You got to make yourself uncomfortable yep. to get comfortable. Yep. And if you stay doing the same thing, it's not going to change. Right. In fact, it'll probably get worse. Yeah. It will get worse before yes. it gets better. Absolutely. All right, folks. That is our series, Are You Living with a Narcissist? Before we take off, All right. somebody needs a home. Who that? Detroit Dog Rescue. rescue. Swoosh. 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 All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, is that there a, ter- a swoosh? Is that a terrier mix? Swoosh. Looks like a terrier. It is a shih tzu mix. A shit. <laughs> shih tzu? Who did? You know what you get when you uh, mix What are you people? On dope? When you, when you, uh, ha- when you have a bulldog. Yeah, and, shithead. Yeah, and a, and a shih tzu mate. It's bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. <laughs> well, shithead was Steve Martin's dog yeah, in the yeah, shirt. Yeah. But anyway, swoosh. There's the name, swoosh. I love it. Look at that face. Who could who, look at that? So when Swoosh leaves the room, does it become Swish? <laughs> I don't know. Does he have a Nike emblem on his <laughs> carved into him or something? Um, just do it. He was born in October of twenty one, so he's just about just over two years old. Nice. He's a male, twenty pounds, dog friendly, uh, kid friendly over over eight. Okay. Cat, but yeah, cat friendly doesn't say unknown. Okay, unknown about cats. But anyway, he needs a home. Aww. Detroit Dog Rescue. Just do it. Just do it. DetroitDogRescue.com. Check them out. Thank Give you. Give Swoosh that. a home.
All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. We will be back next week. I don't know our subject matter yet because uh, we haven't figured it out yet, but we'll be back with another exciting, thrilling, fantastic, crazy episode. Oh, the (gasps) adjective. Oh, great. Odin's Raven. Those adjectives are just flying off the microphone. I know. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I might be fired. Clean out your desk. You're gone. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us, folks. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time.